four now. Number four. With the captain. Uh, all right. Um, number four for me is kind of, uh, it's another alien movie, um, but complete opposite end of the spectrum, The Thing. Uh, the 1980 version, not the pretty crappy... With Kurt Russell. Um, with Kurt Russell, yeah. John Carpenter's like best horror movie by far, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, it's just awesome. It's probably the grossest movie I've ever seen. Um, and there we go. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, it's just... It's disgusting. And it's like over <laughs> 30 years old. And I have not seen a movie that grossed me out more than it. And uh, it's really cool, like, psychologically, too. They do some really cool stuff in it. It's a shapeshifter. Yeah. Right. Yeah, an no. al- well, not a shapeshifter, but an alien that, like, takes over your body. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and there, there's some really cool scenes where, like, they'll be outside, and everybody's wearing, like, their hoods and their skin. masks, and there's some nice symbolism, like, you don't know who anybody is, and it's, like, the point of the movie, kind of. So yeah, it's, it's, it's really reminiscent of, uh, like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Or, okay. Uh, like right. One of those original types Just of Just a whole lot grosser. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And more Gross hell. Like, what, what was yeah. the grossest thing in, in, in the film for you? Oh, man. Okay, let me, let me think here. Um, You're on the clock. Uh, I want to say... Damn. There's a scene where... Um, one of the guys who has already been taken over is kind of revealed and and the alien just kind of breaks like destroys his body and like his head crawls away as like a spider okay like yeah, a that, really like, gross like that that real i feel like that's a uh what is it a, it's a real John stamp. Carpenter. well that whole head crawling away is a real stamp for the thing yeah you see a it's, head it's yeah, famous, with yeah. like Legs coming out of it, you're like, oh, it's exactly. The thing. That's where exactly. they got from the faculty. They they took it directly yeah, they yeah. from the thing. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The faculty. They I forgot about that, that movie. That yeah. shot. Yeah. They stole that whole. But um, I love that movie. I like the faculty. Robert Riga's yeah. lesser known uh, movie. Oh, yeah. he did that. Yeah, so I, I had, had no, no idea. idea. Yeah, that's why I had no idea either. Lesser known movies that he directed. He didn't write it. Easy. It was really good. Elijah Woods in it. It's all like they they make people take like that that drug. The nose thing. They take yeah. They take the uh, drug that makes you like it it impregnates you with like their cells or something. Yeah, probably one of. uh, But then they Josh 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 Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. No, they don't make people take. No, no, they don't make people take drugs. What it is? They make them like breathe. No, no, pencil. No, what it is is Josh Hartnett makes drugs. Yeah, and that's how he distributes the drugs is in pencils, right? Or is in pens, and people snort it. Yeah, the drug itself is high in some chemical that the aliens don't like. Yeah, so they create a lot of the drug then to kill the aliens. So they have a bunch of these like pens that they stab the aliens with. Yeah, and it like like, dries them out. They stab the one teacher with the eye, right in the eye. they come, they bring him back at the end. Janine Garofalo. Oh yeah, she's the one who plays that character. They oh, got like yeah. the patch in the eye. Yeah, and, uh, uh, this is I like, like the perfect music for. When I think about the, uh, the faculty, yeah. when I think about um, the faculty, I, so I remember the, the scene where <laughs> Elijah Wood takes the drug because they make him. He made that movie. No one trusts uh, anybody. Lucky number And he's like 11. tweaking oh, yeah. or whatever. That's right. Oh, yeah. He's all tweaking. Like, Let him tweak. And he's just like laughing or whatever. Then you find out that the one girl's got got all them the little bugs on it. One girl. Uh, if y'all go watch uh, Cabin in the Woods if you can. The, oh That's man, really cool. yeah. that movie is 
fucking Cabin awesome. in the Woods is amazing. Yeah, yeah the movie. That? The, the, everybody knows. Have you guys all seen it? Yeah, right. Yeah, I totally yeah, saw it. The elevator scene was just the coolest fucking yeah, right? thing I've seen really cool. in movies like this year. It yeah. tied yeah. Every, every horror movie, every horror movie together. you've ever seen just, just comes together in this, this perfect. Yeah. And a lot of people. Pretty perfect. I know like a lot of people hated the ending, but I thought it was fucking oh, just awesome. That was awesome. the only yeah. ending. Like, yeah, if you watch the first scene yeah. where he's in the bus, he's like, you're just too chicken shit to let it happen. And at the end, complete circle. I don't want to give it away, but it goes full circle. Yeah, it was fucking just yeah. awesome. I heard, I heard, I heard people, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I heard people talking about, like, man, what's a movie that's, like, they, it, basically they describe, like, they're trying to think of, like, well, oh, man, this would be the, an awesome horror film. And they just describe Cabin in the Woods, and I'm just yeah. screaming into my headphones. Yeah, it's like, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> like, it's, like, the perfect, like, horror satire. It almost movie. ended the whole thing. Oh, my God. It almost so ended the yeah. genre. For Pretty me. much, yeah. Oh, so you brought up Josh Hartnett. I wanted to bring up a movie he did called Bunraku. What? Anyone oh, yeah. That's on Netflix. It's it? on Netflix. Bring it all back in the circle. <laughs> that movie was fucking good. What really? it, it is? It, it was. It's really. It's a really cool movie. It's not like Bangkok Dangerous. No, it's nothing <laughs> like that. It's by this guy Guy Mosh. I've did, I've never heard of anything by him, but he did the screenplay, and the, I'm looking at the IMDb right now. Um, story by Bose Davidson. It has like it has a bunch of big name actors in it. You know Woody Harrelson, uh, Demi Moore. Um, who's it? The guy who plays Hellboy, Ron Perlman. Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman. And evil. it's just like this crazy, like stylized <laughs> samurai western movie. That's just like, like there's With like Josh Hartnett? insanely nice. stylized. Yeah. I mean, he's not, I have nothing against the guys. Just no. he kind of just faded. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know where the hell he is. I'm gonna, I'm just letting you know. Check out this movie. It's fucking cool. Check um, cool. My number, number four, four is um, it's like a action movie, I guess. Uh, my favorite action star is Jackie Chan, and oh, yeah. I really like a couple of movies. That uh, Project A is fantastic, um, and my favorite one, my number four, is The Legend of the Drunken Master, where he uh, he gets drunk and he gets into like he's a badass fighter, but then he gets too <laughs> drunk, and he's just like a drunk, and he has to find like a balance, and it's just really cool. I don't know, it's huh. really really kick ass. Yeah, that that whole fighting style and everything with him, he yeah, that's that's I love Jackie the Chan's way. Whole thing. Yeah, I love I love the way that, that he fights in that movie, and yeah. he, and he, it also shows off his comedic abilities. Yeah, he's really funny. Yeah. I don't know. That's my number four. I like it. Go watch. And then it. I mean, like I'm a big fan of Jackie Chan. I love uh, my favorite Jackie Chan movie is Rumble in the Bronx. That was good. Yeah. Jackie is Chan's it bad that my favorite Jackie Chan's Rush Hour? <laughs> that is bad. I'm it sorry. is so it bad. bad. I love the Rush Hour series. Though. I haven't seen. Love I, those. I feel All bad because I haven't seen like any of Jackie Chan's like original non-American movies, and I feel like there's I some on to. Netflix. I'm, I'm gonna let <laughs> you. I'm gonna let you borrow the Drunken Master tonight. Dude, dude. Okay, yeah. Because you, you gotta watch it. Yeah. That's, okay. So I, I just feel like I feel I like I should Rush let Hour. everyone know that. Did y'all know that Jackie Chan has a um, has a singing career? No way. Oh no! Apparently, he's huge in Japan. Yeah, or uh, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. He's he's enormous in uh, in Asia. Japan, in China. China. No, China specifically. <laughs> he sings these like big epic. Is this from Mulan? This is from Mulan. <laughs> yeah. How do you oh know this? <laughs> hey, don't ask me the question. <laughs> Jackie Chan sang a song from Mulan. You like Mulan? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're listening to right now? Yeah. yeah. That, I thought that was Tony Osmond. He did the American. The American <laughs> Yeah. It's called Wong Fei Hoon. I'm watching Jackie Chan sing it. Yeah. 
Oh man, who look, were you look, uh, really? No, that's, that's weird. He's apparently I literally huge. thought it was, Donny, was, is Donny Osmond the actor who plays that character like in the rest of the movie? Is that what I'm thinking? Well, this one's in Cantonese. Oh. So I'm saying this is probably the Japanese okay. version, or the Chinese version. Why am I saying Japanese? I can't I'm horribly it. racist, everyone. <laughs> He's singing Korean, I think. I don't know. <laughs> what kind of Asian are you? Console, number four. Yeah, fucking love Mulan. Uh <laughs> The part where she like ties the things in the wrist and she like climbs that big pole. Hell yeah! The arrow. Yeah. All right. All right. That's Who, what I'm talking about. Did you try to do that to a I tree? Did. To a tall I, okay. tree? I did try to, to do that, and tree. I got my my siblings to <laughs> to tie me to a tree, and then I um, there were these things called army worms or army caterpillars I or know like it, asps, yeah. and if they got on you, they would sting the fuck out of you yeah. and like mm-hmm, leave scars. Mm-hmm. And so there was like a goddamn army of them marching down the branch trying to fucking sting me. And <laughs> an I was tied army, to the tree. An army of army. Yeah, dude, there was a lot of them. God. And so I was tied to the tree, freaking out, trying to get this. And so I ended up getting like a. They got me a butter knife, and I was trying to cut this fucking rope. They with got the you knife. a butter knife. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. Not even like a steak knife. Oh like, man, let's it was. Him a butter knife. It was straight up terrifying. Is that why you bought the knife set me. just in case this happens to you again? No, I mean I've learned my lesson. That's pretty hilarious. Like, you can't climb trees Holy like that. Shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hansel. I'm sorry. What's your number four? What's your number four, Hansel? That was a great story, though. I'm glad we we got to hear it. Um, my number four is The Pianist. Fuck, that is a movie. Uh, I still need Roman to see. Polanski flick. I need to see it too. Yeah. Netflix. The Pianist. Netflix, what do you love about The Pianist? Uh, do you like how hard The Pianist? Is? Do you like The Pianist? <laughs> What's your favorite thing about The Pianist? Fuck you, man. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just it's really raw. Um, just uh, all, all the my favorite too. <laughs> you like to raw that penis. All like the, the all the the, the violence in it is really um, it's, it's so cold. Uh, all the violence that happens in this flick, especially um, knowing Roman Polanski's uh, uh, the way he grew up, and then this flick kind of harps on how he grew up. Also, a really famous pianist. Um, that that was a Jewish pianist that that was around during World War II and that was always is that, that why they hired Jewish. Adrian Brody? Yeah, He's like the penultimate know. Jewish actor, yeah, right. right? Like that's him. It feels like it, it's yeah. like either he, him. He has that like so, he has that nailed down. They were like, we need a hard Jewish actor. Uh, <laughs> that's why we gotta we gotta cast out. Um, oh, fuck, I just had his name in my mind. Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse or... Eisenberg. <laughs> or uh, who was the dude from Rushmore? Uh, J- Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> we had to get rid of Jason Schwartzman. He's got the nose for it, but he's not tall enough and langly enough. Yeah. yeah, it's just like yeah. I mean, really, if anything stood out for me in in this flick was just how cold all the violence is. I've actually never seen this movie. Really? Yeah. I got. I got. I feel DVD like I would love to. Borrow. I feel like I would really like this one. Uh, there's one scene that really gets me. Every, well, two. Roman Polanski's one. I mean, one of my one of my favorite horror movies is a. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Oh, okay. Um, and I just love yeah, yeah. Roman Polanski's like directing style. Well, uh, very real. Yeah, he's and, and so. his life has has been crazy too. <laughs> he had a Polanski's crazy I, life. I know people, he can't come to America. Well, people give him like, shit uh, for that whole thing, but it's like his whole his his, his whole life has been fucked his, up. Yeah, he, his family was murdered. His family was murdered because he he I, was he's also Jewish, and he pretty he much was murdered by he, the Manson family. 
Yeah. What? His, yeah. yeah his, his wife, I literally his wife, only knew like the his pregnant the, wife was it, killed by them by the Manson family. What? We're, I'm not kidding. Holy yeah, shit, but that was one of the mind. families that they like oh. decimated. Polanski's. And on top of uh, you know he 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 walked around like the, the countryside of, of Europa like the whole time the whole during World War II, uh, struggling to eat, struggling to to do all these things. Uh, one of one of story that pops up was. Uh, he bumped into some German soldiers uh, constantly, and one of they would have him like hold up, hold up uh, targets, yeah. and they would do target uh, target practice with him holding the targets. As a kid, growing up, uh, eventually reunited with his dad, and decided, and he would sneak into uh, to to plays and theater houses and watch like movies. And plays Jesus. and things all the time, which is how he was like, you know what, I want to become a director. <clears throat> comes to the U.S., uh, well, makes all these movies, becomes famous in Europe, comes to the U.S., family gets killed by by them. You know, not only uh, does his mom and his sister all get killed because uh, they all got taken to camps and stuff like that, yeah. um, but comes in the U.S., <clears throat> his family gets killed. And then the whole thing with, uh, who was his... Just a young girl, right? It was, it was a family member. It was a, it was a family member slash like it wasn't a family member. It was just a uh, family friend. Oh, yeah. that's right. And and like he basically like the charges are that he drugged her, and like you know roofied her basically, and then just had his way. Mm. But what he he just says that like it was all consensual. Of course, she doesn't claim any drugs. She claims like um, I believe that she just claims that she was asleep or something like that. You know, uh, she, she was, was just she, she was, was a sleeper creeper. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, she, she was, was like, like 15 or like yeah, 14 or 15 really or something young. like that, yeah. So, I mean, that, but, that's middle ages, good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's, it's uh, the flick itself, like, one of, one of the harder scenes that, that's really hard for me to watch, but, well, not so hard that I have to look away or anything like that, but it, it's pretty tough. Um, the families are, they're all, like, I guess in apartments or what have you, um, and the German soldiers are coming by, and uh, so they every all the Jewish people in the in the what's now a Jewish ghetto, they turn off all their lights to so they don't they don't come in. Mm-hmm. The Jewish family bust into to this one apartment, climb all the way upstairs, like and you see it's all one long take. So you see them come in, ca- camera moves up, and you're seeing this as if you're from the other side of the apartment, and there's a family there. And they they bust into the to the living room, turn on the light, and they're all like talking to everyone in German. You you don't really know what's going on. You you see all this happening, mm-hmm. and they take they have everyone stand mm-hmm. up except for the grand. There's a grandfather who can't stand up because he's in a wheelchair, and since mm-hmm. he doesn't stand up, they just pick him up by the wheelchair, go over to the balcony and just throw him over. What? Oh my god! And they they follow the whole thing right up until the end, and and that whole time, right when they throw him over, my heart just sinks. As soon as as soon as I see that, that's, that's and nice. uh, yeah, so that's that's just one, uh, yeah. one thing, and that's I'm checking that out like yeah, this week. That's sure. the heaviest one uh, for me. I mean, you bring up Roman Polanski, and I was gonna put it on my list, but I didn't. Uh, I'll probably bring it up a little bit later for another film. But one of my favorite movies is uh, Chinatown. Chinatown, yeah. which is also Roman Polanski, mm. and just like yeah, the rawness of that movie right. is ridiculous. Yeah, especially when uh, Jack Nicholson with the I don't want to give it away with the knife. Yeah. Well, that That's the right. character that Roman Polanski plays yeah. that does that. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, my number four is I'm a big fan of anime. 
as y'all might have already realized, but um, I chose Howl's Moving Castle. Oh man, that was oh man. That director, <laughs> oh, that dir- I love me as well. He made Menard just look at his list in disappointment. Just, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that was my number one. That was going to be his number. Or it was my number. It was going to be two. Oh, wow. Oh. But it was also like I was trying to choose between that and Spirited Away. So maybe I'll just go with. I mean, if you can spoil it, well, don't spoil. I mean, you can see I I totally crossed that out. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's those two movies, really. But um, Howl's Moving Castle, I like it. I like it more just because it's like a perfect fantasy movie, and it's not really. uh, It's not like dedicated to one culture like Spirited Away is. Yeah. That's like a Japanese folklore movie. Howl's Moving Castle is kind of just like overall, just like this ridiculous fantasy movie. A lot of crazy stuff happens, and there's a uh, the moving castle itself is just this castle that moving around. It's it's powered by a fire demon, oh, wow. and and the fire demon is uh, voiced by Billy Crystal. <laughs> so it's like a very funny. He he lends so much like like uh, you know my like the thing about that I dig on about. Can y'all get me a glass too? <laughs> um, the thing they're getting wine, so I'm gonna get some. No, I just want. Can you get me a glass for the wine? Oh, good. Yeah, thanks for um, helping me out. Yeah, and so like the uh, the thing about this, it's just oh my god, this movie is just incredible. Like the, it's uh, the crystal. Man, it works with the song so well, right? Yeah. So this is the theme from Houseman and Castle. So I mean, like this is the the tone. Like oh god, it's so good. The um the castle itself, it moves around. It's powered by a. Uh, it's powered by a fire demon voiced by Billy Crystal, who just lends its magic, and it's this like walking castle behemoth. It's not a castle as you've ever seen it. It's got like domes on it that look like they have eyes. The castle is very personified. It looks like it's a fish. It's kind of not. It falls apart in parts of it. It has this doorway that it has colors that you flip to a certain color, and then you're in a different city. You're in a different town. It's like a portal. Let me bring you back up. Uh, you're in a different town or portal and then the uh, the characters it's all about this um the main character is this girl who's been um turns into an old lady it reminds me of my grandma yeah she been, looks like uh, my grandma she does look like your grandma you're right what? i love your I gotta grandma see this too. she's really i cool. love your grandma but so she like yeah she turns into an old lady she's bewitched by this witch who takes her youth and turns into an old lady and so but she's like the most you know, like voracious. Another anime I really love is uh, Summer Wars. I just kind of got into it recently. Uh, Brian told me about it, and it also has one of the most resilient, like, female, uh, like, elderly antagonist of all time, who just like she she all she does is is she just calls people on her phone and just like encourages them. But then the whole scene is like. The next scene is about how how encouraging she is, and you're like, "This is the greatest woman I've ever heard of in my life." Like, I want this this you know person in my life. But uh, but Howl's Moving Castle is just so good. And then the thing I love about Miyazaki's movies is that it it always brings together like a group of people. It makes you feel like you're mm. you have friends, and it's all about friendship. Yeah. It has like you know. And, and, and it's always about like people that you didn't know at the beginning of the movie, and at the end of the movie they have these super tight bonds that can't be broken by anything. You know, even in uh, Howl's Moving Castle, it gets pretty epic. It's all about like wars. There's wars that are going on that you never really see, but are affected and magic. They talk about magic, and and then it does the cool anime thing where it just does oh, yeah. like it touches it touches on stuff, but really specifically where it's like 
oh, that's my magic diploma from the academy I went to. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I want there to be a whole movie about a fucking magic academy now that you direct. You know? Like an anime Harry Potter. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be amazing. I'd like, watch that it. would be incredible. Especially if Miyazaki directed it. Out of that movie, yeah. If he directed it, it'd be the best movie ever made. Which I can't wait to see. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but like, ter- what's it called? Arietti's uh, uh, Secret, Secret World. Arietti the Secret the, of Arietti. Based on the Borrowers, the British novel, the American movie with John Goodman. Um, yeah, I really want to see that just because I was I was actually a big fan of the Borrowers because I liked the uh, the special effects when I was a kid. The small people with giant mu- marshmallows. I, yeah, I cool. like the how um, creative they get with with uh, like all these what like, they kind, use. Yeah, what they use to do like different things. It sort of reminds me of I um, love the Be uh, Kind Rewind. Oh no, you're totally it's right. That, that like same DIY ness of it all. Yeah. No, I love the like they have like a he'll have a spool of you know thread on his back. That he'll tie, like the borrower, he'll tie, uh-huh. like, one side of the spool to, like, a desk, and then he'll use it to, like, repel yeah. down, like, the side of a desk or something, you know? Like, on his back, he's just... <laughs> and then he, like, snips it with giant, like, tweezers he has or something. Yeah, it's just... It's just uh, goofy. I, I like how, you know, if I was that tiny, what would I use? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, innovative. <laughs> innovative. Really innovative. All right, Kat. All right, we do we three. At? Number three. Number three. Uh, I actually just changed things around right now. Um, <laughs> I saw him writing over there. Yeah. Out, well, no. Okay. What he I crossed out. out. He crossed out. Empire Wait, Strikes Back. Out? And right. I know that's like blasphemous to a lot of people. Dumb, I'm leaving dumb, out Star dumb, Wars dumb, 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 just dumb. because, like, it is. But like, I feel like that's just. I can live without Star Wars personally. I do have the Empire Strikes Back uh, poster the, hanging in my room right now. I prefer Return of the Jedi. Him, but. Funny story. Him and his uh, fuck those brother Ewoks. bought me the uh, oh, yeah. video. <laughs> what the fuck is what it was called? A laser disc. Laser disc of Empire Strikes Back <laughs> for my twenty first birthday. Disc. It nice. was fucking awesome. And um, well, yeah, I'm just because that's just it's it's too easy. It's, it's cool. That's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was badass. Uh, three for me <laughs> is not. Empire. Uh, it is uh, Road to Perdition, down. which I feel like is a oh, really underrated movie. Yeah, uh, by Sam Mendes, who also did like American Beauty, and uh, he's doing the new Bond movie, actually. That looks uh, amazing. Yeah, it looks really badass. Uh, he's a good director. And um, it's just a really fucking awesome gangster movie. Uh, I, um, I, I tried to... I, I listened. I watched I, Com- comic book to film flick. Mm. I, read, I read some of yeah. the comic book. That's what exactly what I was about to get into. Yeah, but I never really got into the movie as much. The music, I fucking love the music. Um, God, yeah, Tom Hanks. It was really cool to see Tom Hanks I should like a little it. out of his element. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I was reading somewhere he was saying like he he was like too comfortable with being like a good guy, and he really right. wanted something different. So, um, but it was still. Uh, I mean, he was definitely still a good guy because he was the father. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah, he, I mean, he's he, like he, done he just bad had a things. wrinkle. Yeah. yeah, he had a wrinkle on him. Yeah, so it's sort of like the post bad guy mm-hmm. version of himself. Also, Jude Law's in this movie. He plays a he plays really a creepy, maniacal. yeah, like yeah. a creepy. Uh, Especially villain. after the glass on his face. Yeah, and he creeps up like in that moment. Like, the ending you can freeze scene. Frame that to me. The um, this movie has some of the best cinematography I think I've like ever seen. Like it's a depiction of like Chicago in the 1930s was fucking. So good, and um, yeah, just it's a really beautiful and well-made movie. And the uh, 
Tommy, I'm not going to give anything away, but like the Tommy gun sequence with uh, Tom Hanks, like Paul, Paul Newman's in it. Yeah, I was about to say that yeah. right now. That was that pause with my finger. Yeah, it's just like right. Yeah. It was like Paul Newman's in this movie also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of his uh, last big movies before he <laughs> passed away. If we're ever doing like a trivia somewhere, <laughs> I'm going to do this and you're going to know it's Paul Newman. He's holding up his yeah, finger. This is Paul yeah. Newman. And um, one finger, one like finger, Paul question. Newman. <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh, uh, James Bond, Daniel Craig is in it. He plays a bad guy as well. The bathtub scene, do you remember that? Where the, the door pans with the uh mirror. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. It's a f- I recommend everybody, if they've seen it and didn't really like it the first time, to just try it, try it again. Uh, it's a really... I really liked it a that lot. That happened with me with the movie that I, I, I think I know for a fact is on y'all's list. And I watched it the first time, and I was like, I don't get it. And then I watched it again, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that was... There was a whole like tank oh, blowing shit up scene, and it was all one cut, and it was fifteen minutes long, and that was amazing. Fuck! Oh god! Yeah, oh, don't, don't ruin it though. I want, yes, I'm pretty sure it's on his list. Okay, well, but, uh, that's I. Yeah, right. It barely missed the 10, right. You know what I mean? The top ten. Yeah. That uh, that director is actually. I'm not. I'm gonna give shit away. That director's right. famous for doing that. Um, my number three. I feel like shouldn't. I feel like it doesn't even belong on my top five list but i don't really have i don't like movies that much i like them but i don't you know love i don't know so i picked uh the darjeeling limited nice. because um i don't know i just i really like things about brothers honestly yeah that's a good one darjeeling yeah. limited yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite one uh, from uh what's that guy's name uh wes anderson wes anderson i really like that movie that's one of my favorite ones by him actually because yeah. i like the art direction a lot also the, adrian uh, brody yeah also same guy um, yeah true all the, all the uh, same people. that's his that's one of his only uh Wes Anderson, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Wes Anderson's that? one of those guys who uses a lot Could of the same people. Could you stop ordering for me? <laughs> All of it. I like when he's like, get back in the fucking car! Yeah. And he's like, are you serious? Like, oh, I'm serious. Get back. I don't, know. I don't remember how it goes. I don't see like a what does he? What does he say when he sees the kids in the river? Uh, Owen Wilson. Oh, it's yeah, a really yeah. funny line. He's like, look at these assholes or something. And like <laughs> yeah. at the time, like me, my friend Derek Spiller and Adam Dauphin like, would always say that to each other. But then we saw the movie and they used like the exact same line. It was oh, always yeah. so hilarious. Like, look at these uh, assholes. That, that scene with the kids, that's mm. a big shift. It really is. Uh, in the whole flick. Yeah. It, you know, there all that crap happens and just bam, just drama. And it's like, it has that heartbeat yeah. sound and then you're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck happened? What yeah. happened? What's going on? And it all gets like slowly revealed to you. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> I love you guys, but I'm going to mace you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, <they're> <laughs> now I love the... Uh... I want to watch that movie again. I, I love. Really I mean, just the, the the train sequences are the some train. of my favorite. The um the the sequence, the whole mace you guys in the face, the whole uh, aspect with the snake, snake is one of my favorite yeah. things. Yeah. And he has like the snake that has like the the super poisonous sign yeah. on it, and then like that one guy just comes out of nowhere. And he's like, we lost a snake, and the uh, the, <laughs> the guy goes guessing, and he gets a spatula, and he looks uh. super just like <laughs> determined the entire yeah. time he's doing it. He, he walks in there and he just thing. grabs a spatula. He's like, "This won't work." <laughs> there's, a, there's a pause before he goes in. There's a pause he does before he goes into the room. He goes, and then like heads in there. Like he sort of charges back real quick and like when I was doing, forward. When it's I was awesome. doing my uh, advanced editing course in college, we uh, we got to cut together like a um, a promo of a movie for like a it was like a for a, a news show or something like that, and they had the. Um, like the press, the press kit for Darjeeling Limited, so oh, that nice. was oh, so super awesome. fun. And it was like a lot of it was just I was just like, we'll just 
play this whole scene. It's so good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's, that's, I don't even have to edit any of this. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to put this whole, the whole clip. The whole peacock feather. Mm. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that whole, <laughs> that, the whole Which bit. Which direction did y'all go? What do you mean? You're supposed to bury it. Oh, I thought we were supposed to let it go in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> that whole that whole bit, like, at his at their parents and stuff is, like, a complete shift also. Like, a, a big emotional yeah. just rush. Really? Like, it's just a big, giant emotional needle like that is I, I really like movies that, like, shift around like that. Like, yeah. they're... they're like they don't really care. There's genre bending. Yeah, it's just like, just, oh, this is really especially, funny. Especially the whole really thing with dark. with him writing like that short story. He's like, oh, I really, yeah. you really captured the whatever. That is. Yeah, all before, the characters well, are all fictional. Did right. you see the um the you saw the short the film? Scene? Yeah, beforehand. Yeah. Hotel yeah. Hotel Hotel Cor- was it? Ex- Chevalier. 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 Yeah, Hotel Chevalier with Natalie Portman. Yeah. Oh, man. About his, like, that, his character's yeah. life before yeah. the, the movie started. That's fucking crazy, like, that he just really does that and yeah. just releases it. Like, mm, you well, know, it's like, it, fun. It helps. Yeah. Well, it also, that, that helps understand Jason Schwartzman's character in the film because he's all hung up on the girl. Yeah. And with the perfume, and he's just like, and then he's got that whole. Thing going on with the Indian girl, and then you see her ass, and you're like, "Of course yeah. he's hung up." Of course, <laughs> yeah. It's Especially she's got, she's got it's Natalie so Portman's perfect ass. elegantly posed, <laughs> elegantly posed in that whole thing. I'm just like, but she's got awkward there. bruises on her too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. And then and then Bill Murray's in it, which is great. Oh yeah. When they're all like those like running, cool, like uh, running shots the that they did with the train were really yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, lo- I love his cinematography. In that yeah, movie. he's he takes a, a real personal hand. I just, I just like, like the, the dynamics between just siblings and brothers and stuff. Mm, and yeah. when, you, when you're dealing with someone you lost, and you're just like, this is how people act. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. Especially they were such distant brothers. Yeah, and it shows when they're like, we sent you a, we sent you one of those little pots, and he's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 I totally got one. You know, yeah. and they didn't know what happened to his face. <laughs> and all that, and uh, did you know Owen Wilson had a lemon in his shoe? That's how he walked around with the cane, just to help him, like with mm. that limp. He put That's a lemon funny. in his shoe to do that. Interesting. Yeah. Number three. Uh, my number three, uh, Unbreakable. My oh. absolute favorite Shyamalan. Yes, movie. I fucking love that you put that on your list. Yeah. Uh, also, also my favorite Bruce Willis flick. And I think Bruce Willis is awesome, um, but and it's it's superheroes, and it's comics. Movie, I love the music. And uh, yeah, and uh, it's so it's it's right up my alley because it's so. I don't want to use the word cold, but it, uh, that's what they all are. Reservoir Dogs was pretty cold mm-hmm. as far as like just that instant kill. Uh, Pianist is like definitely a cold flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unbreakable, just so somber. Yeah. Um, it's like my favorite. It's up. It's like such a realistic, like superhero movie. Especially how he describes it. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. When when uh, Samuel Jackson, he's like, yeah. There has to be an when he was born. Like, he was always like, yeah. Everything was just easily broken. Yeah. Mr. Glass. Mr. Yeah. Glass. I, I actually just watched this like five days ago. Oh. So yeah. <laughs> it's I love the kids. Movie. They called me Mr. Glass, yeah. and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, it's just. Perfect. Ah, so awesome, yeah. How how he just plays like that, that ultimate villain, especially with the hair and the mm-hmm. excuse me, Sig, come again? He's like, Oh, my son collects this stuff. He's like, Do you see a little Asian child riding a a rocket <laughs> ship that you put quarters in and it shakes? Yeah. Do you see do you see, 
do I have a plastic name tag with my name written on it? This is not a toy store, sir. Yeah. This is an art <laughs> museum or whatever. Like This is like a, yeah. an exhibit or whatever for art. We do not buy things for children here. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that character. And how he's just... Yeah, the, the whole search for the person on the same curve but on opposite ends. I think my favorite scene in the movie is when... Uh, he like the they show the guy like pour the beer on like the um ladies holding captive in the house. The mom. Yeah, the mom. Spitting on her. Yeah, just like spitting like the yeah. beer on her. And then like Bruce Willis, it's like one long shot, like in the corner of the bedroom. Yeah. And it's in uh Bruce Willis walks in and then he just like grabs him from behind and like chokehold. Yeah, or... it's like one long shot. Bruce Willis is getting like slammed into the wall, like at least dense. Yeah. Doesn't do anything to him. And he just it's like a minute long and it just and then he like chokes him to death. Finally kills the guy. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Uh yeah. that whole um he's like when he's walking by I, I like the, the subtleness that he shows, like all these abilities yeah. uh, that Bruce Willis has, especially with, um, how you know, have you ever been sick or whatever? He's like asking everybody. And every, every the tempo of, mm. of people talking in the whole film is so slow. Yeah. And, and every line has like such deep meaning to it, especially in the beginning. Mm. Um, but this scene in particular where he's like, he he walks up to his wife. He's like knocking on the door. She answers it. It's all super slow. And he's like, "Do you ever uh, recall a time that I've ever been sick?" She like slowly looks at him. She's like, "What do you mean?" You know, it's like just that that slow. He's like, in, a, "In the old house, in the apartment, when yeah. we were dating, anything like this." Is so slow when they're talking. And then in the scene when they're in the train and he's talking to the uh, the sports agent. Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, do you play football?" And he's like, "No, I, I don't, I don't play football at all." Mm-hmm. So that first scene, if you watch the whole movie and then you watch the first scene again, he's yeah. like, "I don't like football." And then you learn later that he's a yeah, he's a football, he like a player. football star. Yeah. And then he makes a joke of, "Are you looking for any synchronized swimmers?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh," she starts laughing. He's like, "Well, I'm kind of a, I don't like water, so I guess that might be a, a big." Uh, yeah. problem with that that huh? whole scene when he's in the hospital too yeah and like the guy's dying yeah like, and, and, and in the front of the shot and then you see the blood spread spread slowly and it's all out of focus and he's mm. like just staring and he tells him in a few moments you will be the, the only survivor yeah and then he's like in number two yeah you don't have a scratch on you yeah yeah it's just two like things uh, yeah that's right he's like two things i gotta tell you about that mm-hmm. yeah and the whole broken marriage yeah it's 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 so good. Yeah, it's really one of those like underrated movies. Have you guys seen it? <laughs> I've definitely yeah. seen okay. it. I really All right, I was, okay. yeah, y'all y'all I mean obviously have seen it more. For me, it's just it's so easy to believe in someone who's gonna be sick their whole lives and gonna be breakable, and are you know breakable whatever. But uh, like, and we all know every reaction has an equal opposite reaction. So there's gonna be someone. It's the opposite, but it's just so much harder to believe in like a superhero who can't be hurt. And I just like that he he brought both those ideas together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh. Even the beginning when they first introduced like uh, Mr. Glass. Uh, oh, the where he's born with the doctor, but it's all shot like through the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so there's always like the it gives like such an odd feeling because he shoots that whole scene through the mirror. And then there's another scene with Mr. Glass that they shoot through the TV screen. Like, they use the TV, the reflection on the yeah, TV. it's always, mm-hmm. like, in glass. Yeah. 
and uh, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Oh shit! There you go. I didn't even think about that at yeah. all. It was just like it's in the mirror to the TV, and you're bringing up that it's all in glass. So but Shazam. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> great movie. It's, it's unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I kind of like, yeah. I just realized that now. That's kind of crazy. And then they shoot the whole one whole thing through a window. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> that completely opens up a whole other yeah, thing it's, for me. He's always seen through like a breakable. That's okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. But um, yeah. Sorry. Right. So uh, David. David, number three. My number three film is a, a little low budget movie. I might have heard of called Clerks. Clerks. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. I love this movie just because it kind <laughs> of opened up the doors to like what I wanted to do. I always wanted to make movies and stuff like that. Or I kind of, I didn't always want to make movies. I didn't know what I wanted to do and then I watched this movie and it kind of made me think I wanted to make movies. Yeah. Because it seemed it's really easy to do. Yeah, so effortless. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it was just, a, I, I now know that it was just like pure talent that came out with this movie. Like, mm. I don't think anyone else could really do this type of thing. Times. 36 at the same time? <laughs> no, it's, he 36 says 36, he goes, including me? Well, thir- 37, including you. 37? <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Talking about blowjobs, people. Yeah, 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 the movie, is, it's all about, you know, it's it's uh, it's like, you know, friends. Out there, mu- uh, yeah, out there, out there humor, mm. real grotesque humor, if you're in, if you think that's grotesque, bodily yeah. functions and whatnot. <laughs> I really like Clerks 2. Clerks 2 is very funny also. Um, I like Clerks 2. I'm, I don't know. I might like it better, but obviously the original is the original. Yeah. So you yeah, you got to take into account that was yeah. his first one. Yeah. You know, and like mm-hmm. his, his the like one first, that, yeah, that yeah. he, it was his real, uh, he was crossing, crossing, crossing that threshold or whatever between I'm still doing this job and making a movie. Oh, yeah. And, and that was the one that propelled him, uh, Clerks was. It's all in black oh, yeah. and white, too. Oh, yeah. So for the and fire. He worked at that gas station. Oh, it was the fire in the second one. Oh. Fire's in the second fire's one. In the, second the fire's one. in the beginning of the second one. That's right, yeah. But he was, uh, I believe, he worked in that gas station, didn't he? Uh, Kevin Smith? I, I don't know much background on it, but uh, yeah, that movie is uh, it's classic. Uh, Kevin Smith. So what's, uh, what's your number two, then, Cat? Fuck, we're jumping to it. All right. Um, my number two is seemingly just gonna come out of nowhere oh, dude I'm, I'm with you on it are honestly. you yeah that's fucking it's awesome good. um school of rock oh yes yeah, and okay <laughs> yes that's school such a good rock. one yeah it that's jack black's best movie I think. oh no it's it's without a doubt it's yeah. his best movie it's like jack black is like ah uh, he's just yeah. becoming uh richard know. linklater yeah like, richard linklater is who, an incredible director and they just did another project really him and uh Oh, I haven't him seen and, it though. Uh, yeah, him and Jack Black. It's a really small movie though. Uh, yeah, because I think it was like it's on DVD already, and I was like, ah, I didn't even know this was. Yeah, this was, exactly. I was like Bernie or something like that. Bernie, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah Richard Linklater uh, did. Have, did you ever see Waking Life? Nope. No, but I <laughs> it, it propelled me to write a script because I heard what it was about, and I was like, oh. I sh- Damn it! I really wanted to write a script like that. You know, Waking Life blew my it like opened lucid my dreams, eyes. Right? It's about lucid dreaming, or yeah. Like each um each like it's about it's conversations, but it's done like. Uh, did, have you seen a Scanner Darkly? That's yeah, another that one of his movies. Yeah, uh, he did that one too. Man. And um, it's it's done like that, like artistically, where they took each frame and they they colored it and they. 
you know, took the time to like make it like in cartoon form. And um, yeah, that movie's just really fucking awesome. Like I saw it the first the first time I saw it, I was like at my friend Ben's, and I was like. I think that was like the first time I smoked. <laughs> yeah, and oh, like, ben? yeah, dude, oh, Ben yeah. McCubbin. Oh wait, I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, not Brendan. Brendan, yeah. no, uh, my old friend Ben McCubbin. I want to say it was the first time I smoked. I watched that, and I was just I was thinking like all night, and uh, it was one of those, and um, one of those. Yeah, one of those times, and uh, <laughs> yeah, School of Rock for me was just. Uh, oh man, it came out. It's at, hard to disagree with you on on why that's up to because it's such a fun movie to watch. It's yeah, one it's of the movie. only movies that at any given time. It's like, always good, yeah. Yeah, like I can pop it in, watch it all the way through, and enjoy it. You can, I can't do that with like any movie. You're tacky you can get and I off hate work, you. Um, show up on Sunday afternoon at your parents' house for like a barbecue, and like it's on USAA or USA Network, and like, yeah. there's commercials in it, and you'll sit through the commercials even though you have exactly. the DVDs sitting there. Yeah, like I want to watch it from here. I want. I'm, I'm into it. Exactly, <laughs> and like it also came out. I didn't get my allowance today, so now I'm, <laughs> I'm really, really pissed, pissed off. off. Yeah. And it you're came not out hardcore, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, it came out, like, I want to say a year or so after I started playing guitar, so yeah. I could really, really connect with, like, the students learning and, like, um, just, I could, it was real. I could just connect, I could relate to it. I learned yeah. more about Pink Floyd from that movie. Oh, yeah, all those albums. That he exactly, yeah. yeah. Because he tells the one girl, he's like, oh, like, the vocals girl, he's like, listen to number, uh. I think it says number two, like the great gig in the sky. The great gig in the sky. He's like, yeah, this is number two on this one, whatever, whatever. So I was like, hmm, because it came out what two thousand? Uh, let me see, two thousand three. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I was either a freshman or I was in eighth grade. So I was like, oh, what's this song? And at first, I was like, uh, it's just some girl singing. But mm-hmm. you know, as I grew up and, and matured a little more, I was like, you know what? This is fucking badass. Like the vocals on this, amazing. So it was from School of Rock. This, yeah, like, and uh, the soundtrack to that movie oh, yeah. was just so good. Like, uh, fucking Immigrant Song when they're all, like, jamming in the van. <laughs> and, like, um, God, I just, I love every aspect of I that movie. I love how he, uh, he used the <laughs> glam rock. The, they do the glam rock. Uh, yeah, the glam costumes. rock thing. Yeah, fucking Billy. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> it was so cool. Like, a legitimate encore. Like, yeah. I honestly, I hate It was such a good encores. underdog story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, most encores, you're like, all right, I'm expecting the band to go off stage, and then we're going to chant, and then they're going to come back out. Yeah, and I love when bands yeah. do other things, or if it's like a legitimate like, are we allowed to go back? Or like, are mm-hmm. you, is, the, is the is the venue gonna let us go back? And yeah. they're like, all right, go ahead. You know, I love that kind of encore. Yeah, yeah, not was, like that one that feels planned. Yeah. It's like they forgot to sing the song and they're coming off stage. They're probably gonna do an encore <laughs> and sing the song they forgot to sing. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's happened was, so many times that I've gone to to shows. It's annoyed the fuck out of me. Right, but uh, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's my number two. <laughs> so, oh man. Does right. it, I got a hangover. Who knows what that is? It means you're drunk. <laughs> it means I was drunk, drunk yesterday. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> so, so Silverman's in that flick. Oh she yeah, is. she is. And uh, Mike uh, Mike White. Mike White. Mike White. Yeah. Yep. Who I want to say helped write it. I don't know. But, yeah, he um, did help write it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack. Yeah. Also helped write every. School I just rock. love. There's not one thing I don't like about that movie. It's just so good. I love the end where they're, they're playing a, It's a Long Way to the Top if you want to rock and roll. Yeah, and the credits are That's rolling. That's a great yeah. way to end the movie. And it also is. for kids. Like, the kids yeah. are learning music. It's a long way to the top. I just connected with that movie so well. Like, learning uh, to play guitar at the time. 
especially like they, they touch on all all the genres with each with each character mm-hmm. on top of that uh especially like punk with the with the drummer who like has no talent <laughs> yeah or whatever but they're like you can be a punk drummer and you don't need talent yeah uh <laughs> also my favorite scene um uh you uh your kids touched me, and I'm pretty sure I touched them too. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, like the mom like. I like flips a, it. they have that that shitty Nickelback band that wins, but like the guy has spiders. He has he has oh, a, he's like weirdly like moving around, all like funky. Dance he has thing, like yeah. just just sleeves. Yeah, like that, like just leather sleeves. Like what the fuck? Where does he get that? But all right, I don't know. My god, number two dude, um, that movie's. It's good. That was a good yeah, one. And good, you know, I, I don't know. There was one time. There's been a few times where I'm like, School of Rock, I should buy that on DVD because I love it so much. Man, I'm like, I'm going to watch it over and over. And then, like, my buddy was like, I'm getting rid of all these D- DVDs, maybe at, like, five bucks a pop. And I was like, oh, School of Rock, I should tell ah, I don't have five bucks. Uh. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. all those moments have for School of Rock. Have you seen the, the knockoff? I can't even think of, it, like, Rock School or Music School. Well, no, Rock School is a documentary that okay. was actually pretty cool. All right, never mind. I, I was thinking it was one of those, like, uh, Transmorphers. It's like oh, Transmorphers. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, all right, it was better than the Michael Bay version, right? <laughs> um, my number two was going to be the House Moving Castle, which was also <laughs> tied with Spirited Away. But after thinking about it, I kind of want to say uh, Princess Mononoke because that was that was the one that got me into him as a as you know the guy as a, a fan of Hayao Miyazaki. Mm. So Princess Mononoke, everyone. You might have heard of it. If you have, you love it. If you haven't, you will love it. Go watch it. It's one of the ones I haven't seen. Definitely one of the things that, that I, I really, really want to check out, um, especially after, since living with you guys, uh, big anime anime dudes. Oh, yeah, do you um, like One Piece? Yeah. I love One Piece right? so far. <laughs> I almost put but, the One Piece movie, uh, Strong World. It's the 10th One Piece movie. And it's one the of those. Tenth? The tenth. Yeah, they've had ten. They've had like more than ten now. There's like a three D one now, but uh. The, and it can it can stay awesome after ten. I mean, the movies blow. Oh. Um, okay. They're like they're like the typical shitty anime movies of just like it tries to be like an episode of the anime that's an hour and a half long that has nothing to do with the regular show. Oh, gotcha. But the Strong World movie was actually written by the the manga author. So it's actually really good. Oh yeah. Uh, go check. Yeah, it out I mean Strong that that's uh. Yeah, you saw that one. Yeah, that's the one I watched, it and I was like, this show's pretty. So it was I cool, have no right? Idea who these characters yeah. are. Yeah, and so uh, I started. I saw it was on Hulu, and uh, so that's when I was, I was like, I'll watch it again. And all the uh, like, it introduced all the characters to me that I noticed in the flick. And everyone's like, well, the, the whole time I'm watching the flick, they everyone in the room knew that I, I had no idea what I was watching. So everyone's like, that guy's awesome because he does this, and that guy's <laughs> awesome because he does that, and she's cool because this that, and he like he's able to do this because and everyone's like explaining to me the world like as I'm watching the flick, and I'm like, oh okay, all right cool. So like watching all the the episodes over, uh, really. Uh, now I have like some idea, and it just sort of uh, brings it all in the focus mm. for me. But yeah, uh, I gotta check out Spir- Spirited Within. Uh, no, Spirited Away. It's Spirited like Away. A, it's, it's like the Final a, Fantasy. Damn it! Why do I keep getting that confused? <laughs> That's the second time the spirit, I do that. The Spirit Within. It's Final like Fantasy. a, a cool movie is, too. It's like a I don't know, like a little girl learning not to trust certain things, or I don't know. I don't even know what it's really. I mean, she uh, she's the moral is like 
trust. I don't know what the moral I don't really is. Know. It's interesting. <laughs> Definitely, I want to watch it again. Don't not, trust monsters that want to rape if you. If you find a meal, like a feast sitting there, and you eat it, you turn into a pig, just like the Odyssey. You know, That happens in Pan's Labyrinth, too. It's because of the Odyssey, I think. I don't eat it. But, uh... I don't know. Spirit Away is cool, but Princess Mononoke is definitely like one of those masterpieces that you watch and you're like, I understand why this is cool. That's Pan's Labyrinth. Definitely uh, one of my top ten, but not my top five. It's yeah, it's in my top ten too. Yeah. Love that movie. By the way, I love that um, that I keep tapping the table because I don't have headphones and that uh, it's totally like, all those bumping noises. Yeah, and Brent Brent keeps like correcting me, and I'm like, oh, he totally has all that recording <laughs> recording uh, experience from all his bands. <laughs> All right, Hansel, it's all good. Up, what am I at number two? Yeah. Uh, my number two is Children of Men. That was uh, it. That yeah. was what I was referring That's right. to. That's the one you're. Okay, yeah, yeah. Alfonso Cuaron. Orozco, actually. Ooh. But, you know, no relation. Uh, none. None at all. I wish. But, uh, Great Flake, um, one of my favorite things about it is it's all kind of gray. The everything that's shot in there is all kind of gray. Gray is one of my favorite colors. Or actually, it's my favorite color. Um, so that's one thing that I like about it. Uh, number two, no music in that whole flick. Holy there is music. Until there, the there, end. Music. Until the end. They're really smart with the music. Like, um, the, they're in the, they're they in the play end. Sigur Ross at they some point, right? They're, or no, that might be the trailer. They're playing. They're they're in the car and they're listening to the radio and it's like screaming future. It's like they're really smart with it. Like it's future music, but it's but it's all part. It's from the radio and news. There's all this news. There's music. They use music. Michael Michael Caine jams out to like screaming futuristic metal, and I was like, but it's even. It's not like okay. I guess I should say it's not music. That's like that's playing soundtrack. I went online and I found Sleepy Shores by Michael Price. The Children of Men soundtrack. Right, but I mean, it's not it's not in the flick as like playing yeah. in the background. It's much as it's like, like people are listening to it. Thanks. <laughs> people are listening to it, or it's coming from the radio. Like it's yeah. coming from the world. It's not coming. It's not oh, okay, being yeah. played for I the audience to evoke like some sort of emotion yeah, or so something this from them. The quietest commercial. You know what I mean? The uh, quietest commercial. Yeah, and that's the thing too is oh, yeah, that crazy. the the quietest is like all those advertisements for quietest playing everywhere, and I'm like, is that a suicide kit? Yeah. The first yeah. time I watched it, it's like quietest, like the quickest way to end your life, you know, whatever. Um, and everyone's like depressed and. Yeah, that world they made for the movie is just. And Britain's the last yeah. last nation standing is yeah. also. Uh, it's crazy thing for me, uh, but yeah, it's not till the end that they actually play like a, a song, for the scene. I don't know how else to, yeah. to describe that. That mm-hmm. scene, that scene at the end where he's like in, he's trying to escape or something. Yeah, and there's just like tanks and stuff, and there's like a hole, and he goes up the building, like he goes up the flight of stairs, and it never cuts. And I'm just like, how the fuck did? There's they a lot do of that? long cuts to that. Yeah. The uh, when they're getting chased by the guys uh, on the motorcycle. Yeah, Julianne in the car. Moore dies. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the longest. That's alert, the longest yeah. long. That's the longest uh, yeah. long take. <laughs> she gets like shot in the head. Oh, yeah, it's all well, still like, going. Yeah. I was like, but it's it, and they 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 do a slow pause to it too because they turn the camera to her, and it's like the slow pause. She shot like just right then, and uh, yeah, so they really like right. they really make you feel like there's a. This moment where it stops, um, and that whole thing. That movie, uh, he did a uh, movie. Isn't it all in one shot? Gravity, the movie that uh, he just finished filming. Sandra Bullock and Robert Downey Jr. in it. In are one in it. shot, Gravity, yeah. Yeah, apparently oh, it's one wow. shot. 
It's a the movie. whole thing. Yeah, apparently Rat. it's a movie in one shot. Oh man, I'm gonna. Or that's how that's how it was being like. That's how uh, I don't know. Just it was being advertised to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are you looking? I don't know. That sounds George Clooney. Interesting. Yeah, there's yeah, there's only four characters, which well, and it, it takes place in space. I know that. That's on badass. Like a space station. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally digging that flick now. Yeah, no, I, I mean, mean, even though I haven't really... This and he also time. did, like, the third Harry Potter randomly. Yeah. The, the only, a lot the of only cool... Harry Potter I watched in theaters. Yeah, and it had me. a lot of cool, like, uh, yeah. Latin influence because of him. No, yeah. okay, so the movie Gravity by Alfonso Cuaron was not filmed in one shot, ah. but there is, the opening is a 17-minute <laughs> one shot. Oh that's, that's a long... I guess that's yeah, a really it was long, a that's a really that long shot. First, yeah. Yeah, that's that a very, very long shot. Insane. So yeah, because usually like the long the long shot for children. I mean, of men was, shooting on was film. Like four minutes in children. I thought it was like a minute and a half. I thought um, my brain's like grabbing four minutes for some reason. I don't, know. I don't know. See, mine was like a minute and a half. But either way, that even just a minute and a half seems like too long. That's like crazy long. Like four minutes is astounding to me. Yeah. Like and 17 minutes it's to like, be the guy. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, it's just, it's not like there's nothing going on. There's fucking explosions yeah. and there's like crowds of people acting. Like, yeah, yeah. that's hard. I was, yeah, that like ties to what I was going to yeah. say. Like, to be the guy that like fucks up 15 minutes in and be like, oh, all right, <laughs> oh, let's, sorry, let's regroup, guys. guys. Try number 16. Like, yeah, oh, man. That's got to be frustrating. I don't think I could do, uh, I don't think I'd be able to do that. Yeah, that guy must have crazy patience. He also made it to Mama to to Mama Tamien. I was I was I literally like I would always see that like at Blockbuster when I was like when people still went to Blockbuster. I was like eat to Mama Tamien. I was like, see this phone your mom. I don't know. I have no clue what that movie's about. <laughs> my my Spanish is rough, but doesn't that mean and your mother too? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I remember from Spanish. <laughs> I'm glad you learned and your mom too. Yeah. So you just tell everybody that. Yeah, exactly. This this movie is called And Your Mother Too in English. Yeah. Or just whenever anyone's talking to you, like, hey man, have a nice day. Like, and your mother too. Like, <laughs> exactly. Just to be nice. And they're just like, okay, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> D. Favorite flick. Number two. Okay. Um, my number two favorite movie is I know we talked about, or I had talked about Chinatown before and this is probably a direct derivative from that movie it's called brick brick Ooh, nice. it's one of my favorite movies of all time JGL. yeah i just watched i can watch this movie over and over and over uh, the same way i can watch scott pilgrim it's just there's so much rewatchability in it because there's so much new things you catch every single time that things happen like you never really know it's all it's all in a high school setting yeah, it's a high school setting detective story. Yeah, it's like a noir. about, but it's but it's about drugs, and so it still has like high stakes to it. It's about drugs, right. and there's people that die, and yeah, you know, it's still that kind of stuff. It's uh, yeah. It's but really the good. story of uh, the the making of the movie is also pretty, you know, cool with the this director. Is his first movie. First movie, he passed the hat around his family to get money to make it. His cousin's the one that did the soundtrack. Wow. And, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, this was before he was, like, even known, really. Mm. Like, he had just started kind of coming back into the... After uh, Third Rock. Yeah, after <laughs> yeah, Third Rock. A- after all that hiatus after Third Rock, yeah. After mm. 30 Rock. Wait, Third Rock. 30 Rock. Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the... 30, 30 rock. rock from the Sun. 30 Rock from the Seinfeld. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I, uh, so he still did it for sure. And then there's even some people in here who... 
in uh, this movie, I forgot the guy's name, but the one who played the Kingpin, he was in others. He's been in, in more than... He's been getting known lately. Lucas yeah. Haas. Oh, okay. From Marsh... Marsh... Oh, what's it called? Martian... Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. He did Mars Attacks. He was in Inception. He That's was in the right. beginning scenes. He was one of the, the people in the very beginning. He was one of their... He was the guy who dies at the very, very beginning. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah the first... Um, what do they call him? I don't want to say architect. Inceptors. But he's the one that designed the room, right? Yeah. Architects. Designs the room. And he had long hair in that flick. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, that, uh... Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I really like Brick. And I think I saw it on Netflix... Um, it was suggested to it me. It is on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, okay. And I had watched the first 20 minutes, had no fucking clue what I was watching, hated it, turned it off. <laughs> Came back to it later, liked it a lot, really. I liked it, and I watched it again, and it was a really good movie. Um, so if anyone out there likes dumb shit movies like I do and doesn't want to give it a chance past 20 minutes, definitely, definitely just... <laughs> Watch it, watch it, because it's a good movie. I like the when he first meets meets the uh, who's the shoot the blonde kid. Oh, the brain. Is that, is oh, the brain? kid from. Uh, Wait, is it, is it the, the brain? The, the like tough the, guy. He uh, oh, no, pulls up tug. in the car. Tug, Tugger. Okay, now he meets yeah. Tug. Yeah, the first time he meets him because uh, our main character, played by Joseph Gordon, beats up a uh, a dealer in school who. Uh, Who's the main dealer, like the big dealer yeah. for, school, for this, the campus? And so Tug's like the the muscle for the right. distributor. Yeah. And then uh, when he first meets, he like hits him, he like falls down, he like gets right back up. Like uh, Joseph Gordon like drives. He kept, there's that whole thing where he's like driving uh, all around, like in the car. Like he drives up to him and then drives past him. I, I think. Oh, that's like, the second time. That's the second time. Yeah, the first time Tug just walks up and hits him for no reason. Okay, yeah, that's right. And then and then it cuts to the inside of the um, principal, his office, and he's saying, <laughs> "I don't know, I don't know. He just he hit me and took my lunch money." Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that director is just gonna. I feel like he's just gonna blow up. Like Ryan he did, Johnson. Yeah, he did uh, Brothers Bloom, which was which a was fucking really Brothers Bloom was good too. movie, yeah. really good movie. Also really a good movie. And he's third doing Blu-ray ever bought. Nice. Yeah, Looper. Looper. Which and he brought in Looper is the most horrible name for a movie, but yeah, it's bad. But but the movie itself looks so good. It's it gonna looked, be really it, good. It reminds me of of Thirteen Monkeys. If y'all have ever seen that, twelve. Twelve monkeys. Yeah, twelve monkeys. Yeah. I wish it was called Thirteen Monkeys. Yeah, it's a sequel. Be even more um, amped up. Yeah, Bruce Willis was in that too. Funny yeah, thing, exactly. I actually read I think that's uh, where it's from. Yeah, um, Bruce Willis actually said that it's the best movie he's ever done. Looper. Yeah. It's wow. It so just that looks has me really the worst stoked. movie he's ever done. Surrogates. Oh, it. Is it bad? I, I didn't like know. that movie. I, I liked it. it. I think it I was, was very different. It was very different from the comic. I was really, I was a big, uh, com- I was a big I fan of the comic, and so I was pretty invested in it <laughs> right off the bat. I already uh, liked it because of the Bruce idea. Bruce Willis movie. Just go ahead and type that in. See what that brings us. Here we go. Let me see. Worst. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, did you guys know, ever he, see? The I movie? mean, Bruce Willis was in Expendables too. That's oh. not bad though. Um. <laughs> Here you go. I found it's a fantastic. video retrospective from Flick Sided Top Ten Worst Bruce Willis Movies. We got. Lucky number eleven, which That's was bad. interesting. It was a fun movie. I, th- look, I liked it. Yeah. Look who's talking to. Oh uh, Jesus! <laughs> Does that uh, count? 
Wait, surrogates is on this list. What is um, that? What number? Number seven. Oh, seven? Let me let me think of Bruce Willis and let me try to. <laughs> of course, it's in, on two pages because they want me to. They want to get more hits on their website. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they do that. Oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> I didn't know that. I've always wondered. I've never even happened. heard of half these movies, so I don't care about them. The Jackal, Striking <laughs> Distance, <laughs> Blind Date, The oh, Whole Ten man. Yards. <laughs> was that with uh, Matthew? Uh... Yes. <laughs> That was that was feels of Bruce Willis. Okay, yeah, Matthew the, Perry. Yeah. Number one worst is Hudson Hawk. Hudson, that's the one I was trying to remember. That's what Hudson Hawk. It? It's about it's a like, terrible movie. It's a spinoff. <laughs> it's it about it's TV about a show? terrible fucking movie. I don't. It's it's, it's a Captain America. It's Force of Steel. Da Vinci no, no, I don't think it's a spinoff. But do you remember? No, Bruce Willis had a TV show. Hmm. He helped write that. Night something, right? Yeah, night night something exactly. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Uh, well, it jump- was called Moonlighting. Moonlighting. About a That's detective. A... Interesting. It had 66 episodes. I really want to see what? it now. It started in 89. Huh. Ended in 97. What? What the... F- Wait. That's blowing my mind a little bit. That is. That really is, right? Yeah. Wait, uh, never mind. It says original run 85 to 89. Oh, okay. I'm lying. Um, Did you guys ever watch a movie called uh, Primer? Oh, that movie's so good. That movie, yes. it took me... That's my favorite time travel movie of all time. I, yeah, it didn't... It took me, like, till the like the third try watching it to, like, actually understand what was happening. But they... Uh, Ryan Johnson brought that guy in to be, like, a... Um, a to, like, help out, yeah, with Looper. That, that's, so, that's... that's yeah. Okay. I, okay, I don't want to sound like a douchebag, but I want you to sound like a douchebag next time we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> the um, scientific pronunciation is primer. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that for a long time. Yeah. My brother talked to me. He was a physicist. Yeah. Like, you got to prime your your lawnmower before you start it? Like, it's a primer. Prime it. No, primer. But does it mean the same thing? No. Oh, it's... What it means is it's the, um... It's the the key in the code that helps you solve the whole equation. Okay. Yeah. It's the primer. You can hear uh, Jodie Foster use the word uh, pronounced correctly in the movie, contact. Huh. When she's God, why isn't Contact my fucking number one? I she's love that looking. Movie that's so a really good much. movie. I love that God, movie. God, I love that movie. She, it's it's when she's on the. Um, I keep hitting my microphone stand. It's when she's on the uh, the plane for the evil billionaire who somehow has created the exact the second same, one after the, the first same, one gets blown yeah. up by Yuzi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly. God damn it! And and she's like, <laughs> God, that movie's so good. Oh no no, it's not it's not afterwards. Never mind. It's before he blows it up. But oh, okay. the first time she meets the evil billionaire. It's not really an evil billionaire. It's just like, why is this guy like? He's just some mysterious billionaire. You're like, he must be evil. But but she's she's like surfing through this code and she keeps going, "Where's the primer? Where's the primer?" And oh, I was like, okay. and I had already heard that my brother had already you know uh, cooled me. And just connected the. And I was just like, dots. hey, that she's saying the, the, that word. She must because they said Carl Sagan before he died. He yeah, actually consulted Sagan on that movie. Yeah. This guy loves Carl Sagan. I don't even want to get him started. Yeah, dude. No, yeah. that movie. I I have like like three Carl Sagan books at home. I'm reading um, uh, Pale Blue Dot right now. I don't know if oh we should man. delve into that, but that Carl whole, Sagan's awesome. Yeah, that whole spiel that I they have like on the internet know. with the like on YouTube. That whole Pale clip with him Dot. with him doing the whole from the, the Pale show? Blue Dot. Yeah, yeah. it's so yeah, surprisingly, good. I haven't even watched um, much of Cosmos, but I have the book Cosmos. Uh, yeah, Cosmos is, is actually one of the top uh, one of the top books uh, in for like. 
American literature. I, I've read, right. yeah, I've read the book. This but is going to tie it. the last three topics together. Um, mispronouncing words. Chuck Palahniuk. 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 I don't know. Books. Rant. Time travel. Rant. That's my favorite thing about time travel. Is that book by Chuck Palahniuk? Rant. It's about some dude who travels through time, gets rabies, um, oh, becomes his own father. Um, uh, I don't I'm even. Not... Go and then there's like there's like different there's like a night world and like a, like there's two overpopulations so they split the population to like you work in the daytime and you work at night and there's a curfew and if we see you you know in the other side of the day we're gonna arrest you or whatever well, interesting book read rant I gotta check that out that sounds interesting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we're at number ones are we number one I you're think we're number, number one ones. I think we're at number one we ones. are yeah. at My number, number one it's not contact I know that it is not but contact I will admit that it is a mistake that it is not in my top five. It should have been there like instead of Road to Perdition or something. Um, my number one is Fargo by the Coen brothers. Fargo. And uh, the Coen brothers are just... I fucking love like everything they've done. Uh, if you haven't seen like a lot of their stuff, I recommend it. Um, and Fargo is just, in my opinion, their best movie. So... I think the Coen brothers are fantastic, and that the worst thing about the Coen brothers is that people like the Coen brothers. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It, it, that it, makes sense. And if, and if they were like completely anonymous, I would I would like them a lot more. Yeah, but I'm um, one of those I'm one of those assholes who like hates things that people that like. everybody likes. Yeah. I but, guess I just don't know, like, even, a lot of people that like the Coen Brothers. Even, even at that, like, I can't hate the Coen Brothers. That movie's Nic- fantastic. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. yeah. Nicholas it's... Cage and uh, Raising Arizona. Yeah, Raising Arizona. Uh, yeah, Cage Raising Cage. Arizona's good. Yeah. Uh, um, by them, uh, what's, uh... The Big that? Lebowski? Big That's, Lebowski's one of my favorite yeah. movies. I love that That movie. one, uh, there was another one. Uh, no Country for Old no Men Country, is yeah. really good. They did that one about Brad Pitt burning shit. Um, burn after eating. Burn after yeah. eating. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Burning uh, shit. Oh brother, where art thou? That yeah. one's really good. That one's fantastic. That that sounds. Have any of you guys seen Barton Fink? Barton yes. Fink. God, God, I have the mind. That movie blew my mind. Did it? Like, when I okay. Saw it, yeah. It's a very because it, it keeps getting recommended to me, and I haven't like. It's like it is. If you're a writer, it. man, watch it. It's yeah. all about writing. It, it, yeah, he's a screenwriter. Yeah, it's and, all about um, screenwriting. It's very God funny. like. You, yeah, like John Goodman at the end. Yeah. That whole scene just fucking blew me. And like uh, the how the last scene is the picture frame from like earlier in the movie. And True Grit, True Grit's on uh, on Netflix. Really True Grit's on like Netflix. It. If yeah, you haven't seen it, the remake is I think better than the, the John Wayne. Than the John Wayne one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. Uh, yeah, it was a good movie. definitely for sure. Uh, they also said it was more true to the book, um, mm. the Coen Brothers version, than. Yeah, the other one, but yeah, I, I recently watched that as well. Yeah, on Netflix. Far, yeah, Fargo's. Fargo's I watched it. Then um, I feel like people have gone looking. Like the last scene, I don't, I don't know. It, spoilers are gone for this movie, right? It's old. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like they, they the, bury they bury some money in the snow or something. Uh, Steve Buscemi does. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that people have gone trying to like look for shit. Like that's fucking ridiculous. The same road. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like a really long straight road. Yeah, there's like a famous scene where they put uh whose character is it? It's um what's his name's wife? Uh William H. Macy's wife, I think, is who they put in the uh um 
what's it called? The wood chipper at the end. Oh yeah. Oh that shit. Was crazy. And they like grind her up. <laughs> that was fucking. No no no. They put a, no. Kevin that's not. Fargo. That's not her. That's uh, <laughs> Kevin Fargo? Steve oh, Buscemi. Movie. That's Steve yeah. Buscemi that he puts into the wood chipper at the end and fucking uh, just love that movie so much. Wow. Has it, have any of you guys seen adaptation? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a really speech. good movie too. Yeah, yeah was a really, I, I love that like, movie. Like you, you film guys would really love it. But I saw it, I was like, "Holy shit, that was great!" But uh, all right, no, my number one. Charlie Kaufman's really good. Uh, Menards number one is. If you guys, I don't know if if anyone else has seen the parallels with this. How uh, the music one, Hansel liked really sad music, and now he likes really gray, cold movies. Oh yeah. And for me, I was all into the poppy High School Music, and I've been busting out like anime and comedies and Jackie Chan movies this whole time. <laughs> I see a parallel. You yeah. see it, right? Yours is a little different, David. Uh, yours, you went from. I don't even. I don't know. You're just. I don't know. More eclectic, I guess. I, I like movies. You like movies, <laughs> yeah. Like movies. Um, my number one favorite movie of all time is um, Austin Powers, Gold Member, <laughs> the third one. Um, that movie is the reason. <laughs> oh, he plays like eight characters, and they're all fantastic. Um, uh, Beyonce does her best to ruin the movie, and still, it's good. There's like, there's like a a thing that looks That's like a, a Charmander, and some dude's like, "It's Godzilla." He's like, "It's not Godzilla. It's Hero." He's like, "It's not yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. It looks like Godzilla, but it's not." And I was like, "It's fantastic." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Nakamura's in there. <laughs> yeah. um, but the reason I love this movie is because. Having a brother that was so close to me, like age-wise, we shared a room up until we were like 12. And uh, I finally, like, we were living in this my grandpa's house because our house had, like, mold in it. And we had to, like, move into either a hotel or into his house. And we got paid for the hotel, so my parents got the money for it. But, um, so we lived in this house for, like, five years. And, um, like, three years of it, I stayed in the same room with him. And then eventually I was like, I'm too fucking old for this right <laughs> so i like moved into like this room that was like an office it was supposed to be an office and so there's like big ass bookshelves and like just really scary shit i didn't even have a bed it was just like a mattress on the floor and i was just like i'm i'm gonna have my own room finally and i couldn't fucking sleep like i, I was fucking terrified constantly and the only thing that could get me to go to sleep was watching austin powers you know gold members so like i can basically recite every line from this movie and i think i've seen it a thousand times but it was the last movie I bought on VHS, and I um, we literally like broke the VCR. Like I would fall asleep watching it; it would play through and then rewind all the way through because you're not supposed to rewind movies in the VCR. You're supposed to take them out and oh. put them in the other thing. Oh yeah, a and v- so uh, I broke uh, I broke a VCR VHS watching that. Yeah. So that was that's my uh, that's my number one favorite movie of yeah. all time. Uh, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers definitely got me through my deployment when I was uh, out there in the in the desert. Uh, that and Scott Pilgrim, both uh, the the Austin Power series and Scott Pilgrim, watched over and over again, like in between my days, uh, just to get through it all. So I, fucking that movie just got me through, through all that. <laughs> yeah. Just had me. You're not gonna eat that, are you? Oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I never like cracked cracked up so so hard at, at Austin Powers until I was I was out there, and um, I think my well my favorite thing about the flicks is the opening. Uh, with the music yeah. and just this long takes and he's like oh hey oh blah 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 like doesn't really like say much but he just run it like runs through wherever especially with like uh, the people at the dinner table or whatever uh, yeah really good really good uh, openers yeah and they have the Tom Cruise is in it 
hilarious. Oh yeah, all the uh, the. Feet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm forgotten about that. I'll, I'll and Danny DeVito plays Mini Me. Oh, that whole thing is just genius. I'm gonna watch it tonight. I think. And uh, I think Steven Spielberg, that whole thing with Steven Spielberg, where he's like, hey, Austin, what do you think of the movie? He's like, oh, blah, blah. He's like, oh, okay. Well, let me, he brings out the Oscar. He's like, I'll just let the Oscar do talk or whatever. Like he, he tells him just kind of. we're all going to end up watching our favorite movie tonight. I think so. Right? I think Probably. so. I really want to watch. <laughs> yeah, I really want to watch my favorite one now. What's your favorite one, Hansel? Uh, my favorite movie. What are you going to watch later tonight? Is Gangs in New York. Gangs nice. of Poop York. <laughs> Not Poop York. New York. I couldn't finish that. Fuck. Movie. That just that makes me remember The Departed, and I fucking should oh, The Departed. That on my talk. Oh man, The Departed. That movie is so movie. fucking great. Dude. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, because it's better. Go on. What? <laughs> why do you like that movie? Yeah, wait, why, hey, why I, lo- like I love. I love that I just, movie. I just like the movie. Uh, a lot of it is the fighting that they don't use pistols or anything. They all kind of do like a melee melee uh, style of fighting. You like their uh, Daniel Day Lewis? Their goofy style of fighting. I don't want to say goofy style fighter, but like they have like uh, the Mad Cat. She's got all these like claws or whatever, and um, like the dead rabbits and the whole like gangs thing, and uh, they they all like like different sex and the Irish versus the natives, and then they have the civil war going on simultaneously. Um, Daniel Day Lewis plays Bill the Butcher. Anything um, Daniel Day Lewis is in is just fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, Can you? I think Daniel. I think Gangs of New York is the most anime-y mainstream movie ever because the characters are so dynamic and the fighting style is so fucking yeah. weird. And John C. Riley's in they it. They show they show people like ripping right. people's cheeks out. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, what I mean. What it's the like, fuck? Why even go for the cheeks? That's yeah. I don't know. But it's just like uh, my favorite scene is when uh, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio or. Uh, what the hell is his name? Amsterdam Valen or whatever. Yeah, his name is fucking Amsterdam. Fucking Amsterdam. <laughs> He's talking to uh, McGloin. so badass. McGloin or whatever, and he calls him uh, McGloin. Yeah, McGloin. No, McGloin. Yeah. He calls him uh, uh, what does he call? Him? I don't know, but Leonardo DiCaprio standing there. He's like, well, if I knew what in the hell that meant, I might take offense to it. He's like, well, if you called me a chiseler. I might take offense to that. He's like, are, are you calling me a chiseler? He's like, suppose that I am. And he's like, well, then I guess we got a problem. And there's like a pause. And then like start taking off like the jerks. And everyone's like throwing bets. They're like, I got whatever on the kid or whatever. And they like start duking it out and fighting. That's that's one of my favorite scenes in the whole flick. Um, John C. Riley is in the movie who plays, he used to stand by Leonardo DiCaprio's father in the flick. And uh, ends up being a cop. <laughs> he fights yeah. the club. Yeah. No, no, no. That's uh. That is uh Brandon, uh Brandon Gleason, who fights with the club. The monk. That's right. The All right. Monk. God, that just yeah. makes me think of In Bruges. I fucking love that movie. That's not it makes me think of Harry Potter. <laughs> fucking Mad Eye Moody right there, man. That's right. <laughs> I fucking love the Harry film Potter. and midgets. Except that I didn't put yeah. it in my top five. Because I like the books better, bitches. Uh, it's just like, uh, I don't know, I, I like that there's a, um, all the the characters have a history. Like, some of them used to go with the dead rabbits, and then they, they go on, some of them join this, and they, they start doing this other thing. Just kind of like, gave up mm-hmm. that lifestyle, or it um, transformed I, to another lifestyle. I feel like Scorsese watched The Warriors, and was like, I want to make a period piece. I like The Warriors, movie. too. I love The Warriors, uh, uh, I love that movie, and the video game was awesome because it, it the video game really helped 
the movie. I heard, lot. yeah, I heard the game was badass. Yeah, it really helped because they told it had a prequel. It had uh, like individual gotcha. things with with the uh, each character, like how they came about. Like it told each character story as long as a prequel and a po- um. Well, did it have a post? No, it didn't have a post. Just had a prequel, and all the different gangs and all the different styles and the way they fought. And um, yeah, really like games, especially that opening scene, the the whole part with uh, between uh, Liam Neeson and uh, Daniel Day Lewis, mm. they're standing across from each other. Didn't they? Uh, didn't that come out like right after September 11th happened, and then they put like the the twin towers in or being built yeah. or something like that? Yeah, I think there was uh, some that reference. was Spider Man. Oh God, that trailer! That first trailer <laughs> they took just out me back. Yeah, they took out. I remember the, uh, seeing that. Yeah, like a week before they took out the twin towers from that movie. Mm-hmm. How hilarious is that, uh, guys? That's that's really hilarious. <laughs> I always thought that was really funny. Do they have the scene between uh, Bill the Butcher and uh, Liam Neeson? Uh, what do you mean? Which scene? Uh, in the beginning, the beginning of the movie. Hopefully, it's not the whole damn thing. I just like that banter back and forth. It's like mm. you're being a, a few crusty bitches, a uh, team, uh, <laughs> team full of ragtags and some crusty bitches or whatever. <laughs> like, I can't wait to see Daniel Day Lewis be fucking Abraham Lincoln, right? For fucking like, Steven Spielberg, of all people. You know, uh, Wait, what's he doing now? Daniel Day-Lewis is playing Abraham Lincoln in a Spielberg-directed movie. About yeah. Abraham? Is about, he not, yeah. It's not about vampires, though. No, no, it's okay. Abraham Lincoln all the way. That's cool. And he, they're going to win everything. Like, if they don't win absolutely every award available, then I I'm feel like uh, I feel like everything I know about Abraham Lincoln is a lie. Sold to me by the America needing to be a country... Well, I mean, people like to say, oh, he came in and freed all the slaves, yeah. and that was his primary goal, yeah. but that wasn't. His goal was to unite America and then focus on the slaves after. Anthony yeah, Hopkins is happened. playing Alfred Hitchcock. Also. Oh, in a... Uh, yeah, Roosevelt was our best president. Yeah? Which one? Teddy. Teddy. Was that the one that had polio? Yeah. Yeah. And... He walked through uh, and carried a big is it, is it Bill Murray is playing Roosevelt in, yeah. in a movie soon? What? Yeah. That's awesome. Definitely. Wait, here we go. Okay, so they just showed his crazy glass eye. And all the people with blue sashes walk up to all the people with red sashes. Is this it, priest? The Pope's new army? A few crusty bitches and a handful of ragtags? I know, Bill. You swore this was a battle between warriors, not a bunch of Miss Nancys. I cut people's heads the warriors off with my is what giant I Celtic cross. Priest. <laughs> we have red berets and perfectly... And all the same bowler caps on. Keep talking, man. It's an awesome scene. We're the guys with stripes. The 40 days. keep watching One Piece. There's a guy called... Uh, I hawk Mihawk or some shit with a badass like cross sword. Nice. He's the best swordsman in the world. This is totally the Warriors Bad period man. piece, man. Bill the Butcher just took off his gla- or his hat and he has his little he has his badass like aviator's skull cap on. Yeah. We are met at this I totally agree that the art direction of this movie is badass. For good and all. Like it looks what, um, cool. Who why, holds why sway you over the five points? Over like any other Leonardo DiCaprio movie. <laughs> I like the beach. 
<laughs> Aviator is why, some fucking great. Yeah, like, why? Why? Uh, why was this your favorite? Uh, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. Specific, uh, it, I think it's the uh, the the fighting and the uh, just uh, the time that it was set in. And um, I, I liked how they showed New York back in the day. Like that was very. Yeah. I like it. Like, yeah. No, totally yeah. Like I'd never seen a, yeah. like a setting like that. Yeah. I totally yeah. dig it as like its own movie. But like compared to his other works, Scorsese's other stuff, it's like. Yeah. It's like, come on! I don't know. I just <laughs> like, come on! A lot <laughs> of it, a lot of it is just—it's not so much. Uh, it's not so much Leonardo DiCaprio's character. It's more of Bill the Butcher. It's just such a like you—you you learn more about him, and it. They, people don't talk about him. Like he's not like a, a real staple in the history books. But in that time period, you know, it's that, a real guy, right? Yeah, Bill the yeah. Butcher was yeah. a real dude. Um, yeah, and, and he was an actual butcher, and he, you know. Uh, and, and Priest Valen actually was around, what have you. But um, yeah, he was just a gangster and one of those underlining uh, X factors of the time back then. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, you guys. What's up? It's been like at least, I think, it's, is it three hours? I calculated it in the bathroom. It's been like three hours. It's been since three hours. <laughs> I can tell you exactly how long it's been. It's been two hours and 56 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that is pretty yeah. ridiculous. How, yeah. So that's past, yeah. yeah, that's so, my number one. So grand finale, David Rodriguez. What is your favorite movie thus far in life? Oh, my favorite movie of all time is uh, Days and Confused. Oh, nice. Yeah, by Richard Linklater. Richard Linklater bringing it back. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm just a huge fan of this movie because it's kind of like a mix of, you know, uh, comedy mixed with uh, like. Like uh, oh yeah, you can't hear it. I'm looking at Brian like yeah. he can like hear what's going on. I got the. Uh, this is like the, the. This is the quintessent. One of the quintessential scenes. It's the intro into the Emporium, the cool club, the cool kids hangout. It's like the uh, high school kids hangout. They're introducing the freshmen. Uh, this is uh, Waterson. Waterson, who's the uh, the badass, he's graduated high school several years from now. You know, he's Matthew McConaughey's character. He likes he likes uh, high school girls because they stay the same age as he gets older. You know, um, was this filmed in Austin? This is filmed in Austin. I've been to several of the filming locations. I've been to the water. I've been to the the Moon Tower. I've been to the uh, what is it called? The um, Steak and Shake. Man, I, I had no called. idea they filmed it in Austin. I need to like. I remember like talking about this movie to my like with my dad. And, this like, is he like. That's how his high school was. It's that's crazy. what I love about it so yeah. much. Is it, it's a picture perfect like recollection of the seventies. And like it, like I can talk to people about the seventies, and they they're like, "How do you know so much about the seventies?" Like, let's fucking watch Days of Confused like eight <laughs> Days times. And, and it's just like the way the people are like um, I. Another part of Days and Confused that I like, I like the DVD a lot because it has the uh, making of on it that was never released for like, it wasn't released for 10 years after the uh, movie came out. And then um, there's just bits in it that are hilarious. Like Richard Linklater, he, uh, the director, like you already brought up with School of Rock, he, uh, he really liked the idea of people saying, um, that's what I'm talking about. Because that's what people always said when he was in the <laughs> 70s. That's what I'm talking about. And he called on uh, Rory Cochran, who plays uh, one of the Slater, the stoner character. Yeah. So he was like, 
I'm gonna have uh, Slater say that say that phrase a lot because I always remember just people saying that in the '70s. So he went up to Slater like uh, Rory Cochran, and Rory Cochran before he could even say before Richard Linklater could even say something, Rory Cochran was like, "Hey, you know, I was I was thinking about this character, and I think I'm gonna say that's what I'm talking about whenever anyone <laughs> says anything." And he's all, "We're finally on the same wavelength." <laughs> oh man, this movie's gonna be just amazing, and that's what I love about the movie. It's just so amazing. It has such perfect little moments. I just want to dance. I just want to dance. <laughs> yeah, Days um, of Views is a fucking awesome movie. It has the scene where the kids just like high five after the uh, oh yeah the baseball game, the little league game, and it reminds me of every <laughs> little like little league like soccer game or something that I've ever played in my life. Like it's so per- pick you know pick perfect that it's just like it's, it's so reminiscent of Have life. You, you can relate to everything. Try googling it, it now. Um, that girl who goes topless in the pool, like she they just had a new picture of what she looks like now, like come out last week. Wait, which girl? The girl who like is topless in the pool. No um, girl goes topless in the pool and dancing. There's videos. definitely like the guy is like. Am I thinking of a different movie? The, the, <laughs> you might be thinking of a different the, wait, movie. Okay. I don't even remember. Okay, I've seen this tell movie. Me, tell over me what movie I'm talking times. about now. The the, the, the older like the, the actor is like a fry cook and he's like jerking off in the bathroom. Nope. Oh, that's <laughs> that's um that's uh, that's this uh, 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 uh Fast Times. Fast High. Times. There is one high. I <laughs> never saw that. And I feel like. <laughs> Oh man, exactly. I'm an idiot. Anyways, <laughs> look her up anyways because I'm curious because I, I didn't click on the link. I didn't click on the link at all. Just uh, look it up anyways. Name. <laughs> the girl from Past Times, that's all. I don't know. Phoebe Cates. Oh, that was great, Brian. That was awesome. You're welcome. Podcast Gold. <laughs> Podcast Gold. <laughs> Because I was even like, I don't remember that at all on this link, man. Right. I've only seen it like they're, twice. They're kind of the same period, right? Yeah, didn't know they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were they were right. came out at the same time. Wait, are you looking for Phoebe Kate's topless now? No, just like I don't know what what does she look like now? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there was like a lady now. There was a link and I just didn't click on it. I don't know. <laughs> Where was this link? Like Yahoo <laughs> News Buzzfeed? or something? Yeah. On Buzzfeed, if y'all like Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed. This okay. week's pro- podcast brought to you by Buzzfeed. Do you guys go to Zergnet? I do not. That's you the got, first you time I've ever heard that. You guys need to check out Zergnet. Dot com. It literally just puts like Emperor links, Zerg, no, like Zerg, like Zerg as in uh, Star, like Starcraft. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I would check it out now because they will probably have something interesting that you can you can bring up. But um, yeah, it's just a badass site that like links to other articles that are badass on other sites. Okay. Nice. It's really cool. So, all right. Uh, recap. What, what was uh, the captain's top five? My top five was Close Encounters, The Thing, Road to Perdition, School of Rock, and Fargo. Fargo. Um, I had uh, the Cowboy Bebop movie. Uh-huh. Uh, Drunken Master uh, with Jackie Chan. Uh, the Darjeeling Limited. Um... Princess Mononoke and Austin Powers, gold member. Nice. I had uh, Reservoir Dogs, The Pianist. Stop making those goddamn noises. I'm tasting the <laughs> wine. I'm tasting this delicious wine you brought me. Uh, uh, <laughs> Unbreakable, uh, Children of Men, mm-hmm. and then Gangs of New York. Also, my favorite scene in Gangs of New York when he stabs his hand and he pets him. He's like, don't make that noise again. Moving on. Go on. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that scene's fucking awesome. 
my top five were number five was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, then it was Howl's Moving Castle, Clerks, Brick, and Dazed and Confused. You know, actually, I just uh, I went to that site he just talked about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the captain talking about right here. And you know what movie? They said, I, I saw an article that said, top movies to look forward to in September. Looper is on here. Where uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt doesn't look anything like himself because they try and make him look older than himself. But you know what else movie is on here? The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, yeah. Perks of Being, Perks a, wallflower. Of being a Wallflower. Oh, my God. That movie has so much nice. so much to do with us. <laughs> All righty. And uh, Brian, uh, you mind letting the people out there know what you've been drinking all night? Yeah, let's let everyone know what we've been Once again, inhaling. this week's broadcast is bought, brought to you by... It's not brought to you. They didn't pay for <laughs> anything. It's, it's brought to you by Pizza Hut. <laughs> it's, they're not Pizza an actual Hut. sponsor. Pizza Hut. Fake sponsors. Um, Coca-Cola. We just bought stuff from them. Uh, the Kraken Rum. <laughs> uh, Dancing Bull uh, Zinfandel Wine. Uh, Canon. The Cameras. Oh yeah, sriracha hot sauce. Yeah, we had three, we had some sriracha. Um, so, so yeah, can you can you can you Google this real quick for me? What do you need? Uh, the band Homecoming, Bandcamp, and the song Chances. So real quick, for, uh, uh, so Kraken, it's a rum. Oh, it's it's rum. I think it's rum. Rum. But our our co-star, our guest star, uh, Brett Carroll, guitarist for Homecoming, the captain. Uh, we're gonna try to pull up a song for you. I don't know. Ba. Um, but yeah, just to thank you for coming on, man. We brought some. Uh, I got some movie tickets for you. So we're talking about movies. Uh, so two two passes to any movie you want to see uh, at any time at any uh, Santico's theater. They didn't sponsor us, so. <laughs> but but you know yeah they don't they don't sponsor off the people. books. Everyone Coca Cola gave us you know something I don't know. Did Coca Cola su- really su- give us something? Support them. We support Coca Cola. I was also we purchased cool. something. Uh, also, uh, the Rabbit Aerator to aerate this wine. Shut that. Um, I was all, I was I was drinking uh, a Sierra Nevada Torpedo IPA earlier today, or earlier in the night. Maybe you had to pee so bad, it goes right through your body. All right, and uh, that was the. Uh, How's our podcast, man? For know. right now, at least. For right now. Yeah. We're going to keep talking, though. Yeah, of we course. more to say, always. What's your Twitter? Can they follow you on Twitter? Please? Twitter? My Twitter is Brent, B-R-E-N-T underscore. Yeah, should we give out Twitter? Kong. Like Brent King Kong. Kong. And uh, if you follow Brent me, Kong. I post funny things, I think, <laughs> sometimes. But um, we should get a Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, so, if you're interested, follow me on there. Follow what the fish tank. Yeah. Follow the fish tank. Uh, you know it, Brian, tank. better than the anyone. Fish tank, I think. I don't know. The fish tank. We should be having a party soon. As well. Um, yeah. So if you know where we live, if we know where you, if, if you know where we live, or if you get an invitation, come <laughs> to our house. <laughs> if, you, if you like what you heard, uh, homecoming on the, September 15th, 16th, 16th. No, that's changed. I'm going to uh, Salt Lake City the, that weekend. Oh, Salt that's Lake. The first, City. That's the first yeah. we've heard. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Salt Lake City. Sorry. <laughs> this dropping bombs on us. Dropping yep. bombs. It's gonna have to Drop be the weekend wow. after that. Last uh, weekend of September. Uh, dead week. Uh, During dead week. Uh, uh, yeah, just like search homecoming. Homecoming tx.bamcamp.com. Also, Brian. Right. If you like heavy music. Cool. 
It's gonna be, the party's gonna be during Dead Week. October? No, Dead Week's the last week of September. We should throw a two parties. We should throw a party. <laughs> Dead Week. <laughs>